Hey there, Nerd Clan. Make sure you head on over to scotlandshop.com to explore your Scottish history. You can set up personal phone calls or even have virtual meetings to talk about your roots, shop the world's finest tartans, or get the best plaid accessories Scotland has to offer. Best yet, you get to use a coupon code OUTLANDERCAST for 15% off any purchase. Remember, scotlandshop.com. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. And welcome back. I'm Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I was in my glory reading this chapter. This had Blake written all over it. This was this was it for me, man. I, it was uh, a, a good pleasure coming from the last chapter, feeling a little uncomfortable, and going to this one saying, "Okay." I see what we're doing here. Here we are. I see what we're getting at. Je suis pray. We're ready. Je suis pray. I feel like this is this is the intent of the book. This is where we're headed, and and it was the right direction. I feel like this is this is it. Man. We got Let's to learn it. about the lands of the clansmen. So yeah, exactly. yeah, very cool. So of course we are tackling the book Clans Clanslands by uh, Sam Hewen and Graham McTavish. We are in this episode covering chapter three. And before we get into the rest of this show, we wanted to remind you that you can follow us and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it in any podcatcher of your choice. You can find us also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all by searching Mary and Blake. And of course, we want to remind you that we would love to welcome you to our new Mary and Blake Facebook group. It's really easy. You search Mary and Blake, and then there's a group, and you click it. (laughs) We'd love to have you there. This, of course, is chapter three, The Land That Begat Me, and the quote starts like this. 1300 to 1600 were some of the most violent years in the Highlands during what became known as the Clan Wars. Tribal gangs feuding and generally knocking seven bells out of one another in a mafia style governed by codes of absolute loyalty, respect, and honor. And thou shall not steal thy cowboy's neighbor's coup, or I'll cut your head off. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because I told you my father um, used to talk about how um, the Campbells they would steal sheep right. from our from our ancestors, and that's why we couldn't play with Campbells. You're not you're not allowed, man. No, Can't, it's just not not a thing. <laughs> Cows, sheep, you steal something of livestock. You cannot play. You're you can't. Out. You can't sit here. Can't sit here. <laughs> All right. So uh, you want to kick things off with some GBGs? Yeah, absolutely. What do you got, man? Um, my good for this chapter was the actual map of the clan lens. It was really exciting for those of you who just have the audio. 
um, you're missing out on a piece because it broke down all of Scotland in these little bits and some clans actually had like multiple little areas. It kind of reminded me of a risk board when you really start to branch out. Oh. So it there's, was, no, there's no game on this planet that's better than risk. I Risk mean, is the best game on this planet. Heads up brings a lot of laughter to our family <laughs> <That's> table. <true. laughs> uh, my bad, and it's not not at all a bad with the chapter. I actually really thoroughly enjoyed the chapter, but my bad is just that my dad's side of the family, the McDonald side, mm-hmm. they never had any Plan Bs. What do you mean? Oh, you know what? Let's just go in this cave. <laughs> <laughs> that only has one way in. <laughs> You know what we're going to do? We're going to take some boats. And then we're going to go do crazy stuff. Like, I don't know where they are. <laughs> oh, sir, don't we need to check the tide charts? Nope. Nope. Now, what good? No. We're just going to go. Plan A, go in a boat and do stuff. And that's it. Oh, my god. Why would we need gracious. any other plan whatsoever? McDonald's side. <laughs> this makes... Perfect sense. Goodness. (laughs) And then my great is I actually paid attention a lot in this chapter, which for, right? Historical context for me, I usually schnooze, all right? But I paid attention. And I do think it's because, get this, you know who we've been talking about, like audiobook versus real book? Yeah, sure. I did them both at the same time. Whoa. Guys. Next level. <laughs> and if you, like me, are on the struggle bus reading boring history stuff mm-hmm. about like people who you don't care because you didn't see them have sex on Outlander, <laughs> um, like this makes it really fun. But I'm still wow. reading it, so it's soaking in the brain. So I'm getting the visual and the audio aspect. I know so much stuff right now. There's just so much stimulation happening right now. It's like I was in actual class. You know, it's funny that you say that, Mary, because I didn't get a chance to read this. With your eyes? With my eyes. I only listened to it because I was driving into work today and I listened to it on the way. And I got to tell you, I really appreciated the delivery from both Sam and Graham. Yep. It was good. I mean, you know, history I get can be very boring for a lot of people, especially when you don't have any kind of flourish or you don't have any kind of uh, context or understanding or any delivery. Manuel Miranda (laughs) who's not writing about it. It's a little hard for me. Sure, I I agree. And but now that I have Sam and Graham talking about it, sure, it's a lot better. Um, okay, so for me, my good was I loved the big macro history uh, of things. You know, going from uh, the kings Robert the Bruce into the Stuart kings, and then into the the Hanover kings, and I I love the macro history. But the micro history is really cool too, especially yeah. for something that you don't necessarily know. And we just joked about it earlier. But uh, like the McDonald's versus the McLeods, yeah, those kind of rivalries and family feuds are the driving purpose for me for reading this book. I want to know about how the McDonald's got all killed in a, in a cave or they were on their boats and they and the tide went out and they couldn't go anywhere Goodness. and they all got killed again. My uh, ancestors. Uh, I really, really liked that. Uh, having these little stories that just give more texture to the macro history. That is, I think, 
one again, again, one of the full purposes of this book, which is something I really look forward to and can't wait to get more of. The bad for me is that while I appreciate Sam and Graham and their delivery of the history and how they have done like how they've done it in terms of the audio recording, at least the way that the audio recording is, it's still like it's still just jokey and it's trying so hard to be funny in places that it really doesn't need to be funny. For example, when they're talking about the McDonald's and how their families got killed off. Graham says something along the lines of, well, they made out okay, you know, with the golden arches. And it's like, dude, you just got done talking about how a whole clan was just murdered. And then you're making a joke about McDonald's golden arches and how it's, it's okay now. That is, it just, I, I heard it and I just cringed inside. Like, come on, man, that's not, that's that's a little much for me. Um, and then also the same thing goes like, oh, they had a beef or uh, it's just they're being jokey in parts that I just don't need them to be jokey. You're exploring a very t- tumultuous part of history and perhaps it, you know, the idea of making it more approachable uh, in terms of being more prosaic is better for everybody uh, and is better for like the intake of the history, mm-hmm. at least in theory. But in practicality, it's it's very cringy when you're talking about something like uh, something as serious as that. The great for me, though, and, and I can't decide if this is why I'm reading this book or not, which is the the little bits of Outlander that are put into this yes. book. I love the fact when I heard this, as much as I cringed when I heard Graham make that joke about the Golden Arches, I raised my fist in triumph when Sam mm-hmm. was saying, yeah, you know, we made the change in the show uh, for Outlander that Claire is complicit in killing Dougal. And I don't think that Diana was too happy about that. It's a tacit admission that Diana was none too happy with that choice. <laughs> and I find that Awesome. Just take that and just stick it in my veins as much as you can. I want that. You want those like inside scoops in this book. Yeah, not just the inside scoops, but like, but the stuff that is probably a little controversial within within the the production itself, because it gets to show you the kind of emotions mm. that are being rung around and, and it, it's it's a small admission it's 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 a blink and you'll miss it thing but you can only imagine how visceral that reaction must have been from diana for sam to notice and then not only notice it but recall it in the book and say yeah i don't i'm not sure if she was uh you know i'm not sure if she was okay with that I, I I want that. I want all of that controversy. I want all want those moments. All of those moments. And again, I, I don't know. And Mary, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this. I don't know if I'm reading this book for that or if I'm reading this book for what the, ma- the main portion of this chapter was, which is the history. What, I'm what do you looking think? for a history through Sam and Graham's eyes. We could go get a Scottish history book anywhere. Sure. You know, we can go on Google, you know, <laughs> but we want to hear it through 
their lens. Right. And I think that that's what makes it really fun. So of course there's going to be these bits of Outlander in there. Right. Um, so what ultimately you're not a history person and I would love to hear your perspective on it. I know you listened and read it, uh, in in a normal setting, Mary, is this something that you would just your eyes would roll in the back of your head and yeah. you would fall asleep and goodbye and you'd write half the names are George and then that's it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have put George since I knew it took place in Scotland. It'd be Angus. But yeah. <laughs> yes, um, you know. But yes, having their voices in my head, it's just for me. Once I see lots of dates and lots of names, and they're not necessarily names that I particularly know or remember or seen in a movie it just goes in one ear out the other all of these dates like it's just not for me and i know it's not that i don't like history or i don't appreciate history it is just not my strength and it never has been yeah so you know it was neat though to read that sam had of course been um living in london for 12 years so when he came back to scotland thanks to outlander you know he just had this renewed love for his homeland. And I feel like there's so many of us that do that. You know, we go away to college or we go have life somewhere else. And then we come home and we're like, man, there's really cool things about it here that I didn't necessarily appreciate as much when I lived here. Um, I had no idea that Romans tried to get into Scotland. Oh yeah. It was a big deal. That's awesome that the Scots were like, yeah, bugger off. Well, um, Listen, I got my degree in history and I'm not going to sit here and try to, you know, go go against what these guys yeah. say because obviously a lot of research was done. And yeah. But the what the 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 perspective that they're giving in this chapter is extraordinarily one-sided. Okay. Vikings came after Romans? I thought the Vikings were before the Romans. <laughs> I feel like Vikings were like post cavemen. What? Shame. Were they living within the same time period or were they really after the Romans? After. Way after. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to them? Because like there's nothing of them left. At least Romans like built stuff and it hung around. Did the Vikings learn nothing? Oh my God. Oh my goodness gracious. Did they end up in Atlantis? Oh. Anyway, my so the Vikings God, came. Oh, Mary. What? Whoa, I love you so much. I'm joking about Atlantis. Or is <laughs> this like so. a real thing? I hope so. Okay. You're joking. No, I know I'm joking. <laughs> I saw the Disney movie. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really cool man. though that the Vikings. So our our family, we like Viking things. Obviously, I know nothing about Vikings, but we yes. like Viking things because of our son. He enjoys the How to Train Your Dragon series. Well, our last name is Viking in nature, so so we need to learn more about Vikings too. In the same, hey, maybe I should watch the show Vikings, then I'd know what was going on. I think you, I think you should. Okay, at some point, you know, add that to my list. Well, I could there, probably before watch it in a you, before you continue, there is one thing. Okay, I, that I do want to mention. Yeah. Y- yes the the Scots. Uh, again, I got my degree in ancient history for the rise of Alexander through the fall of the Roman Empire. Uh, that was my that was my focus, with a minor in uh, modern history for for. Okay, fine. Yes, <laughs> I have lots of books. No, what was your minor? What was your major? Do you even know? Uh, the the minor was modern history. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> from uh, the American Revolution all the way to, you know, like the Cold War. Um, so, but my my big thing was Alexander and Rome. Anyway, 
yes, the the Romans did go to England, and yes, uh, for the, they did co- conquer what is most of what they called Britannia. Okay, until they got up north and they got to the to the Scots, and the Scots absolutely the Picts and the Gales and 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 all of them they fought hard and they stopped the Romans. Awesome. But the problem was. The, the problem is that Sam and Graham are making it seem like, oh, well, they got to Scotland and, the, and they just they couldn't go any further. And that was it because they just got their their, their asses handed to them. I just felt like they got there and they were like, this place is really wet. They've got a lot of cows. I don't really want to fight for this land. That's exactly the truth. So and, that's how I read it. And part of it, too, was Rome at that point in the 100s, 200s, and eventually in the 400s had a lot of problems. Are we A.D.? Yeah, AD. Okay. They had a lot of problems. Not only were they, you know, fighting wars on pretty much every front of their empire, and their empire was enormous and spanned hundreds of thousands of miles. They started having problems in Rome itself. And they said, you know what? We're just going to not bother anymore. We, they, they keep doing these raids. Like, it's just, I'm done. I'm done with Scotland. We're, we keep pouring money and people into what? it. And what are we doing? So they built Hadrian's Wall, and then eventually, um, um, oh my God, what's the what's the other wall's name? It's going to bother I me. Underlined it. Uh, underlined it's it. going to. Uh, uh, what am I going to do? I can't. I can't think of it. Antonine. Up. Yeah, the Antonine, the Antonine Wall, which was named up. Never mind. Anyway, I'm glad so it's a it's a big suckers. deal. Yes. Did the Scots fight hard, super hard, and prevented the Romans from going forward? Yes, but only because the Romans just decided, I'm not going further anymore. We're just done. What are we actually doing here? Uh, is this worth our time? They were spread too thin. And they were spread way too thin. So they just said, you know what? We're going to take everybody everybody back. Well, I'm and glad that's they that. left. Uh, and there's actually some really cool um, like pop culture stuff from this time. If you like films, and, and I know you do, there's some. there are two amazing films about the Ninth Legion and how it disappeared. The Roman Ninth Legion disappeared in Scotland. Nobody Atlantis. knows what happened to it. No, not Atlantis. They just disappeared. This was the Legion. <gasps> what? The Standing Stones. Maybe. Who knows? This was the Legion that was head up in the late BC by Julius Caesar. This was like the most proud Legion in Roman army history. And it just vanished or they were like scotland's wicked pissa i kind of want to stay here and well, there's some a whole, coos. there's a whole bunch of theories that a lot of people uh just said they abandoned it they were like okay we're just gonna live our life we're gonna like have tons of babies and right. grow crops yep. and live a peaceful life and then there's other there's other uh theories that they Aliens. they the romans just lost track of them and they eventually moved on to like the Middle East or whatever. But anyway, I'm so bored with Romans. Anyway, the whole point is this: if you if you want to explore this okay. area yes. of history and how the Romans were pushed back by the Picts and the Gales, yes, I'm down for that. Watch two movies: one starring Michael Fassbender called Centurion, amazing, and then the other is actually starring your boy Channing Tatum called. The, Why is he my boy? Because you, po- you, Pony, come on. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's your boy. boy. Not part, exactly. Uh, is called the Eagle, and uh, it, it's based on another book uh, called the Eagle, the Ninth Eagle, whatever it is. Anyway, 
watch those two movies if you're into this his part of history and how the Ninth Legion of Rome disappears in Scotland. Oh, man. So it's really cool. I don't okay. know. Just so as, like, a, as a history nerd, check it so out. So then, you know, there was all this like Viking stuff, which I did not realize was after Rome. And then there is the first king of Scotland. Woo-hoo! Yes. And then all these clans started to pop up and the chieftains were elected. And it didn't matter if you were the chief, though. People would just unchief you. And that poor guy that made an ice pillow. Oh, right. <laughs> that actually made me laugh out loud. But Graham saying, did you see Willie? An ice pillow. Probably wants a wee teddy bear, too. <laughs> and his his delivery in yes. the audio recording yes. is so excellent. So it good. is truly excellent. Um, but yeah, it, knowing that the, the, the Scots, uh, or uh, in this case, um, you know, the, the Picts or the Gales or... Um, knowing that they were just a hard people. Well, the the Gales were just all about sleep around. <laughs> Hippie life, man. Don't don't worry about marriage. If there's a kid, we'll we'll put some bread in its mouth right. or it'll come to school. We'll figure it out. You know. What's the- one more? It's like home alone. You know, we're just going to count everybody, maybe the neighbor's kid gets in the van. I don't care. You know, there's 11. We're good. <laughs> Where's Kevin? Don't know. And another fascinating fact is that a lot of them didn't even know who their real fathers were. It's probably because like, the mom was just having sex with somebody else every other day. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. Well, that's why they, they didn't do marriage, man. They were just like, hey, it's Tuesday. Yeah, sure. What are you up to, Ted? It's Wednesday. <laughs> Willie. What do you got? Oh, you got your ice pillow? All right, cool. Let's, <laughs> let's have a rest. <laughs> and then the picks were completely different. Yeah. They were really big on marriage. Um, and there were lands and goods and titles. So they were like the fancy people. And they eventually converted to Christianity, which is amazing. Having that West versus East divide is something that I, I definitely did not know and definitely got an appreciation for as it relates to this chapter. So, But before we continue, we're going to talk about our sponsor oh for the gosh, episode, yes. scotlandshop.com. Guys, every tartan has different variations. And in Outlander, you get to see the ancient and the weathered variations which represent the colors of the Scottish landscape and the natural dyes from animals and vegetables used to color the woolen fabrics. If you want to learn more about these different fabrics and tartans and kilts, you can go to scotlandshop.com because they have lots and lots of information on their website about hundreds of different clans and tartans, and they can even help you find your own. As a matter of fact, Mary is wearing the weathered Fraser tartan right now, and we, we, we will show you in some pictures how beautiful it really is. I'm, I am, Every time I wrap it around my shoulders, I pretend that I'm Claire <laughs> when Jamie like hikes up his kilt and wraps it around her on that first kind of day, that long ride. Yep. It would probably smell a lot different, but I don't know. I just feel warm and cozy and pretend that I'm <laughs> alongside Jamie. No offense, Blake. That, that's okay. You know what? I would pretend that I'm alongside Jamie too. <laughs> right? Because who wouldn't? So you can find your snuggly weathered Fraser tartan and any other kind of tartans you can imagine at scotlandshop.com and don't forget we have a 15% off coupon. Yep. You just type in OutlanderCast at checkout for the coupon code. And 15% comes right off. Boom. Boom. See you later. And don't forget, too, if you want to learn more about your history and more about your uh, your Celtic or Gallic roots, go to scotlandshop.com. They'll, they'll even just talk with you uh, on, on Skype. 
and we just can chill all out. use someone to talk to right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so much quarantining. <laughs> Scotlandshop.com. So yeah, going back to the history of this all, uh, I'm. But when I was listening to this, Mary, I was thinking of you, and I was thinking, oh, oh my goodness gracious, Mary is going to fall uh, asleep instantly. Uh, when it comes to, uh, she's going to get in the first three paragraphs and be like, no, done, done, out, out ski. So because A, because my family is Scottish on both sides, which is really cool, um, this excited me because we are getting to hear the clans. Then they started just like name dropping the McDonald's and I was like, my peeps, my peeps. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no plan B. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Graham and Sam. And as I said, I think having the audio component really helped me as a lazy history reader. Sure. But they do, they have these interesting stories. I mean, even talking about what it took to be a, a druid. Right. The whole yeah. thing where like you would have to do this whole song with the really complex music. And then they keep you in cold water up to your nostrils for an entire night. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to get out and play. Yep. Why? That sounds like the meanest sorority initiation thing I've ever <laughs> heard of in my life. And I loved, I loved again, Graham's delivery. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, take a break. Get, catch your breath. Uh, you know, figure it out. You know, No, get over there right now. We'll play this. <laughs> yes. Or we're going to snatch your gonads and put them to an oak tree. Like, great delivery. What I didn't care about. Uh, Once again, the the books are the dates. You know, it's just like, this is when this person was here. This is when this person... Well, I think that's for... Oh, I probably could have just used George. You're right. There's George, Charles, James. Yeah. The the Scottish kings. No, yeah. Queens timeline. And and that's for history nerds like me. And it helps give you perspective about the timing and the years of it all. I think what is really great about what Sam and Graham do is they make it... um, a little bit more approachable. That is exactly uh, the word I would say. And the way that they do that, again, is stories about like the, the Druids. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, those micro stories that are important to history, things that make you fall in love with the macro history of it all. Another thing that they do, they do as well is they smartly, I think, reference objects or people or films that are present in the pop culture Mm -hmm. mind of everybody. And a specific example of that is how they talk about Braveheart. Now it's easy to say Scotland, Braveheart, William Wallace and, and, uh, and uh, what's What the heck's his name? Mel Gibson Gibson and the whole thing. It's like, it's easy to go there. It, It feels like low hanging fruit, but for someone who doesn't, really care about history or doesn't like the idea of history referencing Mel Gibson gives you an instant. Okay. I know where I am. I know what that looked like. Mel Gibson may have no resemblance whatsoever to William Wallace Mm -hmm. and maybe the history that's within the context of that film is questionable at best. Yeah. Especially his love relationship with the princess. Oh gosh. (laughs) However, you get an instant access to where you are in history, what it looked like, what it maybe felt like. And you can appreciate the fact that when they're talking about the, the, the memorial to William Wallace and you, uh, you you can go up those steps Mm -hmm. and everything and, and, and the the battle at Bannockburn and the Sterling castle and all of those, you get an immediate visual connection and you instantly know, okay, I know where I am. Yes. Uh, which, which I think is good. And something I think you're going to hear me say a lot in this podcast is uh, something that 
my favorite history professor told me. He said, history is not about dates and names. History is about why. Then that's what they should test you on, because that's the part I got. I used to tell my high school teacher, ask me, ask me why they did it, ask me what came out of it, ask me what happened during it. I would have aced it, but instead I was supposed to write down dates and names and first and last names, (laughs) George. And the way that I look at it too is, yes, that's right. I mean, you have, you have books for dates and names. You you can go back to a book and uh, get a date and a name. You can't like, and you can go to back to a book and get the why, but you have to understand the why. And if you can understand the why, you can go back and reference a date and a name. And that's what this book is doing. For that's us. what made me fall in love with history. And I think that's what this book is, like, as you said, Mary, is doing a little bit, at least in this chapter. Mm-hmm. It's giving you a why. And it's giving you um, those fun uh, stories that you'll remember. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, think, I think I'm on board with this chapter. I, re- I, I think this is my favorite chapter of the bunch so far. Same. Uh, only because it's probably so history centric. And it wasn't so salesy. You didn't hear me. I said same. Yeah, you did. Same. I said same. I'm so proud of hey. you. I never would have imagined that. <laughs> but it is. Anything else you want to say about this chapter, my darling? You know, I think it it's making me wet my whistle. It's making me more excited for Men in Kilts coming out Valentine's Day night on Stars. Sam, of course, referenced it again in the beginning of this chapter, just about, you know, coming back from London and working on the Outlander set and riding his bike around the Highlands and doing all this stuff and deciding with Graham to start this endeavor of clan lands and men in kilts and um it just excites me so i think we will soldier on and keep plugging away at this book and we're going to have it finished in time yes now that we're done with now that we're done with bridgerton by the way if you like the show bridgerton go to maryandblake.com we have our brand new podcast called bridgerton with mary and blake check it out there you don't want to miss it it is phenomenal but now that we're done with bridgerton we're going to be spending a lot of time with clan lands yes. and hopefully we're going to be able to get this done we will. Uh, a lot quicker than we have been. So, uh, yeah, I, it's funny reading this chapter. makes me want to go to Scotland even more. Like I really want to go to that cave now and like, check it out. I mean, I don't want to go in that cave, but I want to go to Scotland. <laughs> so we're just going to keep daydreaming and that's why I'm so thankful the show is coming we can yeah. all daydream together and make our plans and make you know just visualize and have beautiful dreams of Scotland until we can get across the pond you know for someone who's a lot more stronger in their entrepreneurial skills than me they would make a men in kilts tour in Scotland and be like you want to go they on probably the- already are I know I'm just saying like you want to go on the men in kilts tour okay cool let's do it we're, there you go like we're going to visit all the same places that Sam and Graham did so, all right. in, a, in a camper van. In a camper van. That would be even better. All right. Anything else? That's it, Mary? That's it. All right. Let's close it out, shall we? Thank you, as always, so much to listening in to all of you listening in your earbuds your headphones your car stereo your alexa whatever it is thanks for tuning in and reading along with us as we digest this just just a little fun bit of clan lands yeah of course and thank you to everybody at join the who helped make this podcast possible all the 
associate producers and co-producers and executive producers of the show who are giving us the ability to not only read the book, but put this podcast together, have our studio and do everything that is awesome there. If you want to be part of that community, go to jointhenerdclan.com where you get so many cool things that Mary and I are doing, whether it is Keep Calm and Crown On, our podcast about the crown, or the After Dark Show, which is a very intimate and personal experience with Mary and I and all the things that we are doing in our daily lives, weekly lives, through the lens of a specific television show that we're doing, whether it's This Is Us or Outlander or anything like that. And of course, don't forget Blake's Book Club. Don't oh, forget boy. that. Oh, man, that, that, is, that is a treat and treasure unto itself. Right now, currently, I'm analyzing Voyager. So, yeah, all the talking coconuts. <laughs> so many good talking coconuts. So, as Blake said, you know, we have our Bridgerton podcast. We have a slew of other podcasts. As COVID is driving you a bit cray-cray, know that we have a lot of content. MaryandBlake.com is your one-stop shop to see all the other podcasts that we have available. And if you are enjoying this Clanlands podcast, I ask you to screenshot it. Put it up in your stories, your Instagram stories, and tag us at Mary and Blake Media. That would be awesome, and we will reshare the stories that we get tagged in. Yep, awesome. And you know what I'm going to do, too? I'm feeling feeling a little generous. Okay. We're almost at 900 reviews for, for Outlander, Outlander Cast. For Outlander Cast. So for somebody between now and 900, if you... Actually, you know what we'll do? Two people. For two people, if you give us a written review on Apple Podcasts, you will be entered into a random giveaway... For any one item in the Mary and Blake store. Woo-hoo. Anything you want. So for those between eight, uh, where we are now and 900, two of you will get something from the Mary and Blake store. Awesome sauce. Okay. So all you got to do is just give me a review. Let me know that you did a review. Just By say, emailing By us. email. You can email us your uh, your handle at maryandblakemedia at gmail.com. And we will we'll, we'll enter you into the giveaway. All right. Well, until next time, lasses and lads, I'm Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And you've been listening to Outlander Cast. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.